Hello and welcome back to the Middling Along podcast. I'm your host, Emma Thomas, and this time my guest is Katie Windle. Katie's a qualified hypnotherapist and psychotherapist and uses solution-focused methods to help those who are being held back in life by anxiety and limiting beliefs get control back and live a life of joy and ease. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Welcome to the podcast, Katie. Thank you, Emma. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to have this conversation today. Well, I'm really, really excited to find out more about how hypnotherapy can help us. But should we go back and sort of review how you got where you are today, like your own story around your anxiety and your perimenopause and how sort of those two things came together and and sort of pushed put you down the path that you're on now? Yes, absolutely. Um, Those are definitely the things that led me to where I am today, doing what I am doing. So I think when I sort of reflect on my life, I think there's always been some element of anxiety coming and going (laughs) for a while. Um, But nothing was as bad as a few years ago now. I mean, it's all linked to sort of just after COVID really. So, Mm. um, and I think a lot of people felt anxiety rising around that time for various reasons. Um, So yes, it was a a tricky time, wasn't it, for everyone? But um, for, for me personally, the struggle was kind of afterwards um, because I am immunosuppressed and because I've got Crohn's Mm. disease as well. And I was working as a secondary school teacher and what had happened throughout COVID with being like really sort of all the messaging about you have to stay away from people Mm. and all the rest of it. And I, and, um, I didn't have to shield, but I did sort of have a lot of Uh, messages and things like you know you've got to be socially distancing Uh, so when it came to going back to school and being in crowds like it was unavoidable obviously then the anxiety really started to rise for me but it also sort of um, combined with me (laughs) sort of hitting this stage of um, perimenopause as well so I think it was just a big sort of mixture of all those things coming together to create a bit of a storm for me really so and and I mean teaching is a pretty stressful job at the best of times let's face it (laughs) it is yes and thank goodness it's not my life anymore so yes I don't teach at all anymore but um yeah I mean I to be fair I'd always really quite enjoyed teaching mostly you know the balance was um positive mainly Mm. so but it was around that time that it, it a lot there was a lot of different things that happened but yeah it it became too much for me um with dealing with this anxiety as well so so yeah what happened was I ended up having really really terrible symptoms of just total brain fog overthinking all the time you know and I think the worst thing for me was that I just wasn't getting the sleep so I wasn't either wasn't able to fall asleep (laughs) yeah I wasn't able to either fall asleep or I was just sort of waking up in the night and Mm. and being awake and then yeah it just has such a massive knock-on effect to anxiety I mean now I know exactly how your brain works it's it is all absolutely linked together um and you get stuck in this vicious cycle so so yeah that was that was my sort of uh, (laughs) breaking point I suppose and um 
what happened that first sort of term um, when I was feeling like that and I was really struggling to do my job really um Mm. there was a lot of challenges um that year anyway just with different circumstances and so I was trying all sorts of things I knew that I needed to get my sleep sorted out I think instinctively I knew that that was a the first step and, it, and absolutely it was um and I was trying all sorts of things you know like uh <laughs> sleep teas and lavender on the pillows and baths before bed and all those kind of things just weren't really working for me um you know my brain was just in overdrive um mm. what I know now is just massively in in survival mode <laughs> um and my brain was trying to figure out what to do but I didn't know what to do um so yeah, I found a sleep hypnotherapy track for free and I downloaded that and that is what sort of started to help me to get my sleep back and I was like, oh okay, this is, you know, this and is so you really would do that every every night before you you went to bed. Or... Just just as I mean it's what I use with my clients now, it's the same method, so it's mm. literally just a a hypnosis track and you, you just put it on as you're going to sleep, so mm-hmm. you fall asleep to it. You you don't have to stay up and listen or anything. Mm. Um so that was kind of the start of me starting to get my brain back I suppose getting that sleep back which is so essential and then you know I was sort of talking to my husband and oh, I knew that I didn't my job was a, a real issue for me and the like I say the balance had sort of shifted to I wasn't enjoying what I was doing anymore and I didn't feel like it was right for me anymore but um yes yeah, so I was talking to my husband trying to figure out what to do and um different ideas coming and going anyway and then it got to Christmas and I had like a day where my mum took my children for the day and I sat down and I just sort of decided right I'm going to decide what I'm going to do from here and I had I had various ideas but just sort of just kept coming back to hypnotherapy hypnotherapy and so yeah I just I just thought this is it my brain you know my intuition is telling me to do this so I I had an interview for a a course in Leeds and yeah I was I was accepted onto that and then I started the following March and yeah and that was it and I went from there and and that's how I've ended up where I am now so amazingly when you are doing the the course that I did anyway it's very, very hands-on. You're literally mm-hmm. sort of thrown in to start doing, to start practicing hypnotherapy on people straight away. And so, obviously, our friends on the course, we were like practicing with each other, and that's when I really started to turn the corner when I was actually having hypnotherapy um, like, myself. Yeah. And I just couldn't believe it. And I was like, this, you know, why why doesn't everyone know about this? This is just so amazing, like how you can completely change um, how your brain works, basically, and get it to work for you rather than against you, get you back into your intellectual mind and beat this anxiety. So, yeah, it just from there, that yeah, that's the, that's the story, really. From there, it just got better and better. 
and that was predominantly because uh, you, you'd already sort of tackled the sleep. But so it was the sleep and the anxiety that were the kind of the two big things. But did it impact any sort of other kind of areas that, that were affecting you in, in that sort of perimenopause? Yeah, so I think, yeah, I think for me, um, the the main sort of symptoms with perimenopause personally, like I haven't really had anything too badly in terms of things like hot flushes or anything like that. Mm. But I do know that the, that hypnotherapy does help with that too. In terms of like sort of physical symptoms, like you can't necessarily do a lot for those, but it's the, it's the sort of mental symptoms that it's so amazing for. So they're kind of lacking in confidence. I know a lot of people lose uh, their confidence at this time. So yeah, yeah, sort of, I was able to sort of super boost that really, which was incredible. The overthinking, like the worrying, there was, like I said, there was a lot of challenges at work for me that year. And I, before I'd done the work on myself, like I, I was just thinking about these situations all the time, reliving things and, you know, just not feeling like I I could do my job very well and really down on myself and all those those kind of feelings that a lot of women have because obviously this hormonal shift really does affect the mood yeah it just those that's where the difference was for me so being able to just increase my confidence feeling calm you know waking up on a morning and not just feeling that dread feeling of dread constantly um just got rid of that is it does it sort of work by breaking those kind of cycles of kind of constantly going around on that hamster wheel of overthinking and and kind of obsessing? Absolutely, yeah. So um, I'll tell you a bit how, I suppose, how hypnotherapy works because I think this is the big mm. mystery really for most people. They're just not sure. <laughs> yeah, not not making us look like a chicken. <laughs> yeah, oh no. I mean, I couldn't make... I couldn't make you do that, Emma, unless you really wanted to do that. So um, I don't think most people do. (laughs) So the way hypnotherapy works for any kind of anxiety, it doesn't just have to be like women in perimenopause. Like I, I do see different people, men, women and children. Obviously, my passion kind of lies with who I am and and helping women um mm. to live their best lives you know and not and not feel like got to this age and and they just have to live like this because no it definitely doesn't have to be like that we all know well maybe we don't all know but we know that um in perimenopause your um hormones are sort of all over the place sort of up and down or you know generally going towards this declining mm. um stage which is obviously natural but um, those hormones, progesterone, estrogen, they've been working for us pretty much our whole lives. And so when we get to this stage, we become unstable in the brain. The brain has relied on that to help it to to feel better for so long. And then suddenly, you know, it's not there or it's, you know, fluctuating. And, and you get put in, your brain feels really unstable because of that. And this is why women um, often end up with these symptoms of you know low mood and anxiety and irritability because the the brain doesn't know how to sort of deal with that that anymore so so what happens is we when we are thinking like that we are increasing the amount of stress hormones that we have in the body and so what hypnotherapy does is it balances 
your hormones in that it helps you to get out of the part of the brain where we produce stress hormones this sort of survival part of the brain Mm -hmm. um, which is only really designed to protect us when we're in danger when there's some sort of an emergency or crisis we're only supposed to think from that part of the brain when when that's happening Um, but when we are um, in this stage where you know our our hormones are not um, supporting us anymore we find ourselves dwelling in this part of the brain and so we get it's it's these vicious cycles again that we get trapped in we're releasing all these stress hormones and it's getting out of that part of the brain so that you can get back into an, the intellectual part of the brain where we want to be thinking from mm. so when we're thinking from the intellectual part of the brain we are more motivated we are um calm we are generally quite happy and you know mm. we can cope think more clearly about think more that clearly yeah. and executive function stuff yeah so so that's that's how well that's the um out um, outcome of hypnotherapy is to is to get you out of this survival mode and back into mm. this intellectual part of the brain and the reason why it's so good for midlife women is again when we're producing these stress hormones all the time the hormones that we have left the the estrogen the progesterone the ones that we still have left are are not as effective when we're producing stress hormones they don't work as well anyway so when we start to be thinking from that intellectual part of the brain and when we're producing serotonin naturally which is the the main sort of mood balancing hormone that mm. we can all increase you know there's there's no sort of limit on that we don't start to lose that as we age it's it's a case of understanding how to live so that you can create your own serotonin naturally and serotonin will actually boost those dwindling hormones more so it'll make them work better so it's getting out of that negative cycle and back into the positive cycle so yeah that's how that's how it's working really when it comes to thinking from a different part of the brain obviously when we are really really stressed and we've been thinking from this sort of survival brain for a long time then we've been carrying around this what I like to call a full stress bucket I don't know if you've heard of that term before so our stress buckets get full because of negative thoughts basically and when we are thinking from this uh, survival part of the brain we are really thinking negatively all the time like you you're always taken to the worst case scenario mm. in this part of the brain and that's what it's designed to do you know, and it's heavy what... isn't it full bucket is heavy I've got this kind of image in my head of yeah. you know you're just lugging around this heavy bucket of exactly <laughs> it is heavy and because it's heavy this is why you know you, you're using so much energy in in your brain to overthink everything to worry um, all these negative thoughts take up so much space in there. And that's why we, um, a lot of the time, you know, you're dealing with this brain fog mm. because it's just so heavy. Like you say, it's so busy and, and your brain isn't able to just work at, at full, you know, it's full function. So by working on emptying the stress bucket, uh, this is really, really key. So, so what happens in the brain is we have, like I say, we have these negative thoughts and your, your brain is designed to be negative and it's normal. <laughs> 
but, protecting us. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but the the trouble is it just gets, you know, it becomes too much. And this is, you know, this is when we're really in the these the grip of anxiety, I suppose. And what happens is because your brain doesn't know the difference between what's real and what you're just thinking about, every time you're thinking about, I'll just think about my situation, every time I was thinking about, oh my God, what went wrong in that lesson and how am I going to do this, that and the other and, you know, I'm going to end up getting in trouble at work and all these kind of thoughts that you that you keep thinking all the time. Mm-hmm. Your brain thinks that that's real and it's happening now every time you're just thinking about it. So you're producing stress hormones and more's going in the stress bucket. Just It's just your thoughts, basically. Mm. It's all, you know. And um, and if you're doing that 10 times a day, it's not you're, you're kind of reliving that stressful event exactly. multiplied by 10 or 20. Yeah, exactly. And, and this survival part of the brain will do that for you. It will keep reminding you, like, that's its job. Uh, let's not forget this part of the brain thinks you're in danger and it doesn't want you to forget about the danger. So it's going to remind you constantly. <laughs> Thanks, brain. Yeah, it's really <laughs> obsessed with, you know, making sure that you don't forget about this this issue. <laughs> and if you were in danger, that would be, you know, you would need that signal. But unfortunately, like I say, this part of the brain is so black and white, it doesn't know the difference between worrying about your job and actually being attacked by some saber-toothed tiger or some things. So yeah, we're setting off the stress response, this full stress bucket. So stuck in these cycles of negativity. So the other thing that hypnotherapy helps to do is, and this is what I like to call myself if people said, you know, just explain your job in a few words. It's stress bucket emptier. (laughs) um so we have this really amazing function in the brain you know your brain is incredible and it does it's remarkable what it can do but most people don't really understand how it works and what they can do to make it work better for them but yeah we empty our stress bucket every night when we go to sleep and this is this is why we get stuck as well because obviously our sleep can be really affected when when we're in um this stage of life and, and when we've got anxiety or just like a negative feedback loop so we're not we're not sleeping we can't empty the stress bucket we're more this stressed is the it. next day because we've not slept exactly so <laughs> exactly so this is why the first sort of thing that I help my clients to do is get their sleep back in order that's really really key that's kind of like the first step really mm. so what we really need when we're sleeping is to get the the full sleep cycle um, there's different things that happen in light sleep, deep sleep and REM sleep. So REM sleep, rapid eye movement sleep is when we dream. And when we're functioning correctly and we're getting that REM sleep, when you dream, your brain is dreaming about what's in the stress bucket and it's like the body's natural therapy. And so through dreaming, you take those negative emotions out of that survival part of the brain where they're stuck they get moved into the intellectual part of the brain and the emotion Mm. is stripped out of it. And then you're just left with a narrative memory, which you either forget all about or you wake up the next day and you think, actually, you know, I can cope today at work. You know, I'm I'm over it sort of thing. (laughs) Or you've got a solution to your problem. Or you've got a solution to your problem. Yeah, exactly. 
so yeah, the, this, I mean, and this is the other thing about hypnosis. So this is key really to understanding how hypnosis actually works. When we are in the state of trance, which is hypnosis, it's just a relax, it's just a relaxed state, basically. Mm-hmm. It's the same as when we daydream. Okay. And when I did my training, I watched a like a training video which showed somebody who was in in a hypnotic trance, just relaxed with the brain scan machine on the head Mm. and the same parts of the brain light up as they do as when you're having REM sleep. So the brain is, is working on the stress bucket. It does the same thing. So that's how hypnosis works. We help Mm. to give like extra emptying of the stress bucket along with many other things. This is just one part of the therapy really. So the hypnosis that's what the hypnosis part is but also there is like elements of I do teach people how their brain works because people don't know mm, and little, it, little light bulb moments of that. yeah yeah no. yeah because <laughs> you need to know if you're not you know awareness is so so important and there is a lot of light bulb moments you're absolutely right and when people can sort of go around thinking oh okay so I'm anxious because of that and that's why and um and and when you know that you can mm. easily just move on from it you know I'm not saying instantly but after no. time it's practice it's isn't training it? your brain it's, to it is it's absolutely it is it's way. brain training which um if you don't know how it works then you, you know that you can't really begin to do that but yeah there's also like the talking part of it as well which is quite important too so yeah that's I hope that helps you to sort of understand somewhat yeah. how it works. Fascinating. <laughs> and and when you're working with somebody one to one, sort of how many sessions would you typically expect to have with them until not that they're kind of cured in inverted commas? Yeah, it's oh, one. I mean, it's a it's a good question, and it is obviously a question that it clients depends. ask me <laughs> every time they come and have like their first sort of initial consultation, or mm. if they just want to chat about it. The average is for anxiety um is about eight to 12 sessions so it's actually a really really brief Mm. therapy when we compare it to other types your brain can take about you know the average is probably around nine weeks for you to form new neural pathways which are the new habits basically and replacing one replace with another yeah and and to yeah exactly to get the brain will get rid of what it doesn't need or what doesn't use anymore so yeah it's that's around the right time I mean people come to me and they have all kinds of different issues some people have got a lot of trauma from the past or some people have really just you know it's they've just not been feeling themselves lately and you know I've, I've had people have six sessions and it's completely changed mm. their life so it, it oh, individual thing must feel good do you teach them sort of any other sort of little tips to, to kind of when the, in between sessions or you know if you're out and about in a busy kind of environment or, and you can feel that kind of anxiety rising what sort of strategies do you teach people to to use to help themselves yeah, absolutely. Loads, lots of different things, actually. So one thing that we always do in all the sessions is talk about what's been good that week. And the reason why that's so, so important is because when you are stuck in this sort of survival mode, this um, part of the brain that's just trying to keep you safe, it's very negative. It's mm. only going to tell it's only going to let you notice the negative. And so we have to feed back in 
to our brains the good things that happen to us all the time (laughs) yeah so because it's like you've got when you sort of in that really low point it's like you've got these blinkers on and you you Mm. literally you don't notice the good things that happen right in front of you and you're and so it's it's a really simple thing to do but you know there's a lot of evidence out there to show that if you practice that every day just writing down three to five things or you know even just thinking about it or chatting with someone however you want to do it three to five things that have been good about that day after about a month those neural pathways that I was just talking about before you start to form new ones and and it, it literally changes the way you think and the more you do it the more you practice it the more you notice the good and that just helps to quieten down mm. that negative voice um so yeah we do a lot of that the other thing that I teach my clients is that when you feel any feeling so we'll talk about anxiety obviously that's Mm. usually the main problem so you're gonna a negative thought will come into the brain and that's totally normal like everybody has negative thoughts drops in down all day all day day. your brain is designed to be negative but obviously the conscious awareness of a negative thought comes in and you're like okay I have to work on this thought but I'm feeling anxious and that's okay it's understanding that 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 feeling will last only for 90 seconds if you allow it to. So it's going to have a sort of peak and then it's going to tail off. And after about 90 seconds, that feeling of anxiety will disappear if you don't get pulled in to this negative thought spiral. Mm, okay. If you get pulled in, that feeling is going to continue and continue and continue. So while you're feeling anxious in that moment, again, they've all got the sort of brain education to go along with it, but let's tell ourselves that, okay, I'm, I'm feeling like this, it's normal, it's okay, I'm safe. Mm-hmm. Um, just reassurance of yourself and then let the feeling sort of start to subside and then try and distract, do something different, lift your energy in okay. any way that you can so that you don't get pulled into this negative part of the brain back into yeah. that wall of negativity again yeah <laughs> and it's like reframing those thoughts as well because once you sort of get into your intellectual part of the brain you can come up with solutions and you can reassure yourself or whatever it is that you need to do you can do that in that part of the brain so you have to allow that part of the brain a chance because we know that the the survival negative part of the brain mm. is really quick to react like that's really really essential that we have that quick reaction to danger the intellectual part of the brain does take a little you know it's not long not really long but we have to let it kick in because mm. it's more analytical it's going to look at you know where the other one's very quick to react so it's it's knowing that and allowing that to happen so so yeah we do we do um practice that and it and it makes such a difference um to do that and after a while it's the sort of thing that just comes naturally anyway it's a subconscious like thought pattern you don't need to thought, think about doing it. it just happens for you yeah that's so interesting isn't it 
obviously, you know, other, other there are lots of people out there who offer these kind of services. So, but also, uh, as well as doing sort of one-to-one work, you've got an online program where presumably people can learn. You know, it, 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 that's the beautiful thing, isn't it? Now that we can do these things remotely, or yeah. you don't have to be in a in a one to one situation. That you've got a program yeah. that teaches these same sort of skills and techniques. Tell us a bit, a little bit more about that. How how that works? Yeah. So yes, I absolutely see people one to one, face to face, and online as well. That's the beauty of it. But I do have my online group program called Embrace and Empower which is designed specifically for women in this sort of midlife stage you might be perimenopausal you might have had a surgical menopause you might be in menopause it doesn't really matter if you're feeling like you are struggling with these you know like say anxiety low moods or a lot of women come to me and they're like bad tempered and all those things and they just don't see themselves as they were and you know it's really getting them down a lot of people have sleep issues as well all the things I've talked about so yeah I've got a 12-week online program where there is like a a membership area where there's lots of resources that you can download and access based around the problems that that we have and there's also a weekly live call as well so that's um, a Tuesday evening um, we're all together on zoom where we do a a group hypnosis session and yeah it's incredible the shifts that the women have made that have been through my program you know they're starting with all the individual issues like I said before it's for most people we've got this like natural hormonal decline issue that we have to deal with but also people have got their own things going on so people have struggled with their jobs I've had women who have sort of things that have happened in the past that are starting to come up even more now that they're in this stage of life so it's that old baggage that they've been carrying around that just seems to be so much worse because of this this stage of life that they're going through I've had women that have got you know struggling with problems because they've got children who have got special educational needs and it just all kinds of things so we've all got our own things but working through this together um, it's lovely to have a bit of a community as well to sort of share but yeah they're coming out the other side after 12 weeks with um, a brain that just allows them to feel calm in the morning and I think that's a really key thing for a lot of women they wake up and they they can get on with their day and they can get on with their normal life feeling like they are confident when they have a bad day they understand what's going on and they bounce back into their intellectual brain so much better and yeah just enjoying daily life uh, you can completely change your life if you want to or you can just keep the life that you've got but it just be good (laughs) so yeah and most people the changes that they need to make it's not it's not that much radical it's not radical it's Mm. just getting your brain on board with the idea of what you need to do to feel happy and positive so I think weight is a, a big thing for a lot of the women as well so it's weight gain at this time of life is we get like into these bad habits as well and we just again this is all stuff that comes from your survival brain so if <laughs> a lot of the women that I speak to are like oh I can't stop you know picking at 
junk food and you know I know it's bad for me and like we all know what we're supposed to do but your the subconscious mind is not supporting you with that idea so yeah that's a big one as well helping women to make changes to those kind of behaviors so that they they can also just feel so much happier in themselves and start to appreciate their bodies for what they've done and been through and and not be so down on themselves and yeah when when you feel like that you'll just much more likely be able to reach more long-term goals of weight loss if that was what you wanted fantastic katie so people can find you at the hypnotherapyden.co.uk and i'll put put the link into the show notes and also where to find you on social media yeah thank you so much i feel like i've learned so much today i'm sure anyone listening will be inspired to to at least check out uh, what hypnotherapy might be able to do for them if they're struggling because it's you know another tool in the toolkit for for those of us going through this time of life and you know different things work for different people but even yeah. just under- having that kind of understanding of the sort of you know what's going on up here it is really really helpful so thank you for coming to talk to us today you're welcome thanks for having me you've been listening to the middling along podcast do remember to subscribe to be notified when our next episode is live and why not visit the blog at www.middlingalong.com to sign up to my newsletter as well i do hope you enjoyed listening today if you did i'd be really grateful if you would consider leaving a short review as that helps people find the podcast and helps get it noticed hope you can join us next time goodbye for now